Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We like to apologize. For what? To absolutely no one! <laughs> <laughs> the two-time champ does absolutely f- <laughs> Alright, we're rolling. <clears throat> what episode is this? Is this the first one or the second one? First Let's one. Let's make it the first one. Um, What's the, what number of episode is this? 218. Alright, uh, Main Champ Podcast episode 218. I am him. The real is back. The real is back. Um, I have to tell you guys every week, but I'm going to keep doing it. Um, I am him, him and Neutron in the flesh. 217. Sorry, sorry, sorry. What's he trying to do to me? My bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, anyway, what, where was I at? Oh, now nah, I've lost my train of thought. Dancing DK, watch your back. The best member of the DSS. Dancing we down have, bad. Yeah, he's down bad. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> um... We have a very special guest in the building. Come on. Um, had to be done. It's only right. Jamie, this is your opportunity to introduce yourself to the people. Tell them a little bit about yourself. Yeah, no, I say nothing. Yeah, I'm Jamie. I do music, producing, directing, acting. Um, yeah, and I grew up in Hackney, to be fair. Love that, love that. And then I'm going to pass it to the lads. Introduce yourself. This mic is terrible. Uh, Cole Sanusi, Don Colleone in the building, the one and only. AKA L.O. Coolins, AKA C Note, AKA Hollywood Cole. We here, man. Coming for your left ear, your right ear, surround sound, smart speakers, portable speakers, you name it, we dare. Episode 217. Let's get it. What's going on, people? It's Iman G45. <laughs> What's wrong, bro? No, because she's laughing at the back of my voice. <laughs> we've, got, we've got Abby in the building, by the way. In case. Yeah, yeah. Abby's in the background. <laughs> uh, it's, it's all good. good it's all good um yeah i'm i'm just happy to be here right now so um enough with the long long intro just i just get straight into it yeah uh um i guess the best place to start is with you jamie um let's talk us through your journey and just how you got to where you're at i mean very interesting life that you've led but you've also managed to overcome a lot yeah, yeah, and no, yeah, and that's why we wanted to get you on. Just to talk through that, give you a space to tell the people what you've got going on and what you've got coming up, etc. So, so, how far back do you want to go, though? Let's go back. Let's take it as far back as you know when your story properly starts. You know. Yeah. Okay. Say nothing. Yeah. So basically, obviously, I grew up in it in care. Mm. Yeah, in Hackney still, with a Jamaican foster family. Um, obviously, it wasn't like the best situation to be in. I was there for a long time. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, had a lot of struggles in it, trying to work out who I was as a person, obviously, because I'm half Indian, half English. Mm. And being put with a Caribbean family, obviously it was nice, but it wasn't the best situation. Plus, they weren't very good people, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So, obviously, that was like a struggle for man. Um, yeah, and then from there, I was there for like 12 years when I was a kid growing up. So you were the same family for 12 years? Yeah, from the age of three until like 12, 13. So I was a bit confused about who I was mm. because obviously they were Jamaican. Do you know what I'm saying? So I was there for a while. And like I said, they weren't the best people. Like they were like bullying, like, you know, like proper religious, all of that. Mm. Mm. Um, so I was there until I was like 13. Um, then from there, I got put in like children's homes, foster homes, things like that. Do you know what I'm saying? That's how my journey started. And mm. then obviously I went to prison. Um, yeah, I was in prison for like the first time I was in there for three years. Then I got five years. 
um, from like 99 to 2004, something like that, 2005. Mm. Um, yeah, and then in prison, I just got bullied by the staff. There was a film made about it because um, they used to make us fight each other and put bets on us. Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was called Gladiator Games. You can Google search what? it. What? Yeah. Like, it was on Channel 4 or something? No, no, no. Literally, basically, um, the situation was called Gladiator Games mm. where they used to, like, put you in, like, a you know, like a little arena thing in the yeah, gym. Yeah. And then they'll put bets on who's going to win, make you fight each other. I'll put a weak prisoner in there mm. with, like, a strong prisoner saying mm. they know he's going to get beat up. Mm. Um <clears throat> And yeah, that was that. And then my best one of my friends got killed in there um, by a racist prisoner. And that's what highlighted the whole situation. Yeah. Um, then I had to give evidence against the prison system. Mm. Um, I got denied parole because of that. Because I gave, you ev- gave evidence against them. Yeah, because I gave evidence against the prison officers. Um, I had to go court and all of that. Um, at first, I wasn't interested in doing it, mm. but like all the prisoners was like, "Nah, it's us against them. Mm. Yeah, like you need mm. to stand up for us." Yeah. So I did it. I, I got denied parole for that. Mm. Um, so yeah, it was it was interesting, innit? it? Do you know what I'm saying? And I literally just thought I was gonna be a prisoner the rest of my life, innit? Yeah. Because that's what I believed I was. So how did you get into the mindset to turn that around? Because that's incredible. Because especially I didn't realize how long you'd been inside. So a large part, I'm guessing, of you actually growing up and your formative years were in prison. Yeah, so yeah. how did you... Well, I didn't until recently, to be fair, innit? Mm. Like, the last few years, if I'm honest, like, I've, like, always been about within my community mm. how I do things, innit? Do you know what I'm saying? In mm. Hackney. Um, and I was always affiliated with certain people. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it was hard to try and jump out of that. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Basically... Um, I was talking to someone for a little while. I got close to their child and that child helped me see that I could be a better person. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So Mm. I gave up the lifestyle that I was living and yeah, I tried to push into something different and it would make like little, you know, like little uh, videos on the tablet and stuff like that. Um, Just little day to day things. And I just thought, oh, this is cool. yeah, and then more recently, if I fast forward quickly, just to come back to this situation now, mm. uh, my friend, his name is Big Boss RG. Mm. Um, he's a music producer, director from Hackney, mm. does all music videos. Basically, he phoned me up one morning, was like, do you want to be a police officer? So I was like, I don't look like a fed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then he's like, no, you're going to play a corrupt one. Oh, okay. So I was like, okay, yeah, man can probably do that. <laughs> so basically, I went there one morning, did it, and then, yeah, from there, I've just done loads more different things. Mm. Like, I worked with a guy called, a company called Walk With, which yeah. is a Jamal Walker's production company. Worked with them. And also, I worked with a, a lady called Filmmaker Tash, mm. who's just pushed me because they said I've got good look for camera. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm very distinctive, unique looking. Yeah. So, yeah, since then, I've done, uh, been a part of three short films. Um, nice. A drama series, yeah. which is out on YouTube now, called Grand Pains. Uh, and I've done about 17 music videos. Mm. And, I've done, and I've done all of that in like eight months. Lovely, man. So, so you've been yeah. on the grand, basically. Man. Yeah, yeah act, man. Act active. So well, for you, I guess now, you've got to start thinking about stuff like this. Like, What sort of roles is it that you want to do and get yourself into? Because I'm sure you've, where you've done so much now, you must have an idea of what it is you like doing. Yeah, no, basically, at the moment, most of the roles I've played, which obviously tend to be the roles at the moment, are mm. more what I'm about in it from yeah. what I was before. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. So I've played more like drug dealing roles, um, gangster roles. Like, that's the stereotype that I'm falling into at the moment. Yeah, but obviously, yeah. I've been told by a lot of people that they want to give me challenges. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so they yeah, want to yeah. put me in situations that are out of my comfort zone mm. and try and make me, like, expand more. 100%. Do you know what I'm saying? Within my talent. So, yeah. yeah, to be honest with you, I'm enjoying it. I like it. Do you know what I mean? Because that would be definitely the career trajectory I'd want to see for you in the <laughs> sense that you don't want to just keep doing the same thing. Because that... that then defeats the purpose and that becomes boring but i think yeah it's good to hear that you want to do more challenging roles and take on different things yeah no do you know what to be honest with you um if i'm honest the main reason i wanted to come on here today was because like when i was a kid growing up Mm. i'd get bare people telling me you can you do this do that do this do that but they don't know the situation i've come from Mm. they read books 
and they think they know what my life's about. Do you yeah, get yeah, it? Yeah. Or mm. it's like a, a soldier who's never gone to war, but he reads a book. He ain't a soldier. Mm. Do you get it? So uh, I wanted to try come on here today to let people know that even the kids, do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, just yeah, because yeah. you've done bad things doesn't mean you can't change. Yeah. Do you know mm. what I'm saying? Because everyone says, oh, I wish I did this. I wish I did mm. that. I wish I did this. But they don't push themselves to do it. Yeah. 100%. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't believe I could do it myself mm. until I pushed myself. And like I said, with the support around me and the people I've got around me, it's like Abby as well, sitting in the back. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I believe I could do a lot more positive mm. things. Do you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, like the future is like positive. I agree. I think that's a really good thing that you've pointed at. Because a lot of people don't think like that, or they think someone's done a bad thing, which means automatically makes them a bad person. Like, I can see you're a good-hearted brother. Like I can see even if you have done bad things that have gotten you in particular situations, I don't think you're a bad person. I think that gets misconstrued a lot, and people automatically make snap judgment. And a lot of the people that would have been making decisions over your life are people who don't really haven't walked a mile in your shoes, mm. even close. Like That's the problem with a lot of the system that we have. It's a lot of people who are, who've never spent a minute around the people that they need to make decisions on and they automatically form a, an opinion on us or a, an opinion on the people that they're looking after. And it's very much to the detriment of the people they're supposed to be looking after. They put them in worse positions. You know, they do, to be honest with you, innit? Like you just said there, innit? I heard someone say uh, quite recently, innit? You can't judge me, mm. yeah, if you don't understand the decisions that led me to do what I actually ended up doing. Do you yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. You? Because being in care wasn't a choice I made. Oh, mm. yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, very well said. Being in uh, foster homes and children's homes wasn't a choice that I made. Mm. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying to you? Like, when I was 15, the government couldn't put me anywhere. So they put me in a crack house, like a crack hostel with all junkies and stuff like that, heroin addicts, mm. when I was 15. Do you know what I'm saying to you? And that wasn't a choice that I made to go there. Yeah. Now that would be illegal to do that mm. because it's under 16. Yeah. But at the time, I'd have to wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning, get kicked out, and then I'd have to be back there before 7 o'clock in the evening. And if I wasn't there 7 o'clock in the evening, I'd have no way to sleep. So I'd have to sleep at train stations when I was, like, 15. So I was sleeping at London Euston train station, things like that, uh, King's Cross, Hertfordshire, like Milton Keynes. Yeah. Because I didn't have no way to live, do you get And I was yeah. 15 at the time. So, yeah, it was hard. See, to me, that's even crazy. How could you put... A 15-year-old is a child. How can you put someone like that in uh, a predicament like that? That's crazy for decisions you haven't even made that it's a shame but the adults that should have been looking after you have failed you and now you're suffering the consequences and then it makes sense that people act surprised when people go down a certain road like that you had no other choice we're all just trying to survive at the end of the day 100%. and i get the sense that you were doing a lot of things in order to just survive like a 15 year old having to sleep at houston train station is insane to me yeah, no, it was mad, it was mad, and it was cold. Yeah, yeah. Was yeah. Not, I ain't gonna lie, it was nah, cold. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? But like, yeah. like I said, in it, do you know what I'm saying? Uh, with, with the stuff that I've had to do, mm. most of it, like, I ain't gonna try to justify it. No. Do you know what I'm saying? Because most of the things that I did was wrong. Do you know what I'm saying? Plain and white, and it was yeah. wrong, ain't it? Black and white. So it's, it's, do you know what I mean? But in the situation I was in, I didn't really have a choice. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying to you? Mm. Like, mm, mm, mm. like, I needed to make money. Yeah. So I got involved in a lot of bad stuff to make money yeah, do you yeah. know what I'm saying I hurt a lot of people to make money mm. do you get it so yeah like I'm not gonna try to sit here and say oh because I was a kid and I yeah. didn't have this I that's a reason for why I did it you get mm. it mm. do you know what I'm saying but yeah man times was different back then mm. um, um, just to go back to um, the time you were in your first home um what was like the whole procedure like to get you there? Because you said you, you went from from the age of three. You yeah, were there. yeah. Basically, my mum put me, and my sister, <coughs> and my brother into a foster home, and um, the next day she come back, took my brother, left me and my sister, and then we ended up living with a Jamaican foster family. And to be honest with you, at first it was nice. Do you know what I'm saying? But mm. then it turned out they were bullies. Like mm. they used to hit me. Like if I didn't read the Bible right. Like, they used to make me quote Psalms 23, all of that. If I didn't read it right, they would hit me, like, you know, like a piece of wood. Mm. So I had scars in my back 
from where they hit me with wood. They used to lock me and my sister in a room and we weren't allowed to come out. We weren't allowed to eat food, nothing like that. Um, yeah, so <laughs> it was like a bad situation, innit? And anytime I told someone what was going on, they would be like, no, we're re- like, because they were religious, mm. we were called liars, innit? You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I had to stay there. I was there until I, I was yeah, 12. I can't believe how long they made you stay there as well. Mm. I think there's a lot of pain, or I'm I'm guessing there would be a lot of pain that would come from a situation like that. Are you able to, do you find acting, I think the word I'm looking for is cathartic, because you can put that, you know, you can use those experiences and put them into the characters that you you get. Yeah, Say that word again, sorry. Cathartic? <laughs> can you spell it? No, no way. <laughs> You're trying to trip me up there. <laughs> yeah, no, no, back, back to what you just said, innit? Like, I, I just used my whole life experience, to mm. be honest with you, innit? Because, mm. like, when I was on the roads, yeah, I had to be very bad. Mm. I'm not a bad guy. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm a very nice guy. So I use, like, all these different situations, and I just say my whole life's been an act. Mm. You get it? So I've been acting since I was a kid. Do you know what right. I'm saying? I never went drama school or nothing like that. Like I said, then I just done what I did through the drive to do what I want to do mm. and to obviously make myself have a purpose because I don't mm. want to die. And then people just be like, oh, he was that criminal from Hackney. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? I want to be something more. Mm. So, yeah, like like you just said, then I use like all my life experiences, which I say I've been an actor my whole life. Do you know what I'm saying? In mm. jail, I was an actor. Like, mm. Do you get it? So, yeah, yeah that's, that's what I do. Yeah, and I guess, how do you maneuver in those situations? Like, how do you survive, say, I guess, what would have been maybe one of the more tougher experiences for you? How do you survive prison so that you can get to a point where, once you do have your freedom, you're able to make the most of it? What do you mean, that? So, how do you, how were you able to get yourself through being in prison I know prison was hard I ain't gonna lie I'm not gonna sit in front in it prison mm. was hard in it like when they like when I was in prisons with other guys from Hackney or East I mm. was calm in it you know what I'm saying yeah. and yeah. when they threw me in the, like the pit in it you know what I'm saying and I'll go there with a bunch of staff man and there's like a hundred staff man and they want to be through Hackney I wasn't a problem mm. you know what I'm saying like it would get sticky so mm. yeah it wasn't like a walk in the park like, I had fights in there lost a couple you know what I'm saying won a couple, but I was more secure. You know, when I had my, sur- like, people, like, go to jail, they come up with bare lies. And mm. they're like, I-, I run this place. Yeah, yeah. But they didn't run nothing. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? They just tell bare stories. Mm. Like, unless they're with 100 men or 10 men, they you get it? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah, but, yeah, what was the next thing he said? No, no, it was just that, <laughs> that you answered it, basically. And yeah. I think it is, because obviously it's not, an ex- it's interesting here because it's not an experience that, I've had or um, been close to having, but it's just interesting to see how you managed to get through that experience. Because oh, yeah, you, you hear a lot of people, like you said, they go through that situation and they, they're they not honest about their experience inside. Yeah. I think a lot of people almost make it sound like it's a, a holiday almost. Yeah, no, nowadays, I'm not going to lie, it's kind of like a holiday because they're getting PlayStations in there. So like when I was in jail, it was mm. different. Like mm. It was 23-hour bang-up. Like There was no Mad. plug sockets, no TVs. Like you had to read a book, like you'd get a book. Um, <clears throat> that was like before all the plug sockets come in. Mm. And then I remember when I was in um, Feltham, when they uh, originally brought in, you know, the, the TV situation, yeah. they brought in portable TVs. So like if anyone's like watching this and knows, they brought in this thing and it had like a big battery pack. Yeah. And the battery pack thing was bigger than the TV. <laughs> like the yeah. TV was really tiny. Do you know mm. what I'm saying? And it would like run out halfway through the night. Mm. But what they used to do was they used to roll it between the cells. So they'd have four of them and then say there was 38 cells. They would like say, right, so one, two, three's got it on Monday. So this one's got it on Tuesday. And then that's how you'd get it. So you might have to wait a week before you got the TV back again. <laughs> that's crazy. And because of them times there, they didn't really have TVs. Prison was a lot worse because mm. if you had an argument with someone, you had no outlet. Yeah. Mm. So you would sit there and think, right, when I come out tomorrow, I'm going to kill that guy mm. because of the argument over, I don't know, it could have been like a low, a roll, you know, like a roll from the lunch or something mm. like that or a game on table tennis. Mm. But with the TV situation now, 
you've got like an outlet, a release in it, mm. and you've got the playstations, whatnot. So you've got like a, a way to calm down in yeah, it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So mm, yeah, mm, mm. like I said, but when I was in prison as well, quickly, like I weren't one of them gym guys. Mm. Like I studied in it because like, I didn't go to school. When I went to prison, I couldn't read or write. So when I went to prison, I studied sociology, done my GCSEs in so. there. I done my English, computer, started mm. taking up yoga. Um, mm. Yeah, for like a way like to calm myself down. Mm. Um, and obviously the yoga teacher was nice. So that's why. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's another reason why I went there. Because like, you don't see many females in there. So yeah. 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 But yeah. yeah You're a that, smart guy. I respect it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the education thing was all right. And because when I was in there, my family didn't look after man, innit? Mm. So yeah. I didn't have no money. But they used to pay you to go education. So you'd get like seven, eight pounds, nothing in it, but you get like seven, eight pounds a week to go education. Mm. So I was going to education and at the same time I was learning and learning more about myself. Mm. And that's when my sociology teacher said to me, there's a thing called a self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm. And that's what I started to believe that was happening to me. You know, when people tell you something, you believe it. Yeah. And then it becomes a part of your life because that's what you believe. Do you get it? Mm. With With the like experience that you had, um, because that's actually quite sick. But the the ability to actually kind of have some rehabilitation and have like a way to actually learn and like actually heal when you're in there. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You see the you see the the issues you had with people that actually like the the other jailmates and that. Do you found did you find that a bigger issue compared to the guards? Because I know you were saying that like, they used to have all like people fight and do all crazy stuff like what was more of an issue for you when you were you were there because that's when you're telling us earlier before the pod that sounded that sounded wild yeah to be honest with you the, the problems was with both of them and it mm. you know like if a prison officer didn't like you yeah they'd get another prison to beat you up like i remember they had an argument with one guy and basically they told everyone that he was in there for offenses against women which he wasn't yeah and i remember i see like Five men go into the TV room, mm. sit behind him. They put the pillowcase over his head, and then they got him with the batteries and the sock in it. That's and he crazy. wasn't even in there for what they claimed mm-hmm. it was in there for. They just done it because he was a loud prisoner, and they couldn't contain him. Mad. So they got the prisoners to turn against him. Do you get it? So yeah, yeah but I, I did have a lot of problems with prisoners as well. But mm. it was morely like because it wasn't, it wasn't like it is now. Where I don't know, you got. This road fighting with this road. Mm. This road fighting with this road. Like, Hackney was Hackney. Yeah. You get it? So, like, or East London, when we went to prison, we all represented East. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Or mm. they all represented South. So, yeah, you would have, like, problems if you was in a prison and you were from Hackney and you had about 10 South, man. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, I think prison now is more like... A couple of my boys have been in recently. They've said, like, it's more like everyone's more united unless you've got, like, the beef. Do you get it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, things have changed now. Mm. It's good to hear. At least things inside and hopefully people are having a better experience and hopefully they're becoming more rehabilitated from it. Do you think having the time to sit down and actually, like, have to process everything that's happened, do you think that helped having an opportunity where you had to, like, focus on you really if i'm honest with you like jimmy just like be really honest yeah, yeah, yeah. i don't think prison rehabilitated me though mm. do you know what i mean like if i'm honest with you mm. like um yeah i don't think they do enough in there to help mm. do you know what i'm saying to you like i said the biggest changes came more like over the last five years mm. and obviously because like i said everyone's got different life circumstances me i didn't have nothing mm. like it was just me and then, like I said, in it when I met this little boy who helped me change, do you mm. know what I'm saying? That's what I think rehabilitated me because it made me feel like I could actually look after someone, care for that person. Yeah, do you yeah, get yeah. it? So, mm-hmm. yeah, like prison, yeah, it's just prison, in it. They just lock you up, let you come out, do your stuff. They don't mean they. They used to have like anger management courses. They'll put you on, mm. but 
people just done that to get early release. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Or do you know what I mean? Like mm. come at their cell. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. it wasn't like it was helping. Yeah. Like even more recently, I come back from when was it? It was like two years ago. Um I was coming back from East Sussex and I got off the train but I had to go through Ashford first in Kent. Mm. So when I come off at King's Cross like everyone's coming off the train. I had my holdall bag, my moss tracky on, shaved head. Mm. I've got my gold teeth as well, mm. like literally tats. I'm walking, and then these two white guys jump on me, and I'm like, "What's going on?" Mm. They're like, "You match the profile of what we've got to look out for." I said, "What do you mean, bro?" I said, "I just got off a train, mm-hmm. got a ticket." You know what I mean? And they mm. was like, "This county line thing." Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you match the profile yeah. of a guy doing county lines. Mm. And I'm like, bro, there's a whole chain. hundred people <laughs> off. Yeah. Pick me. Yeah. I said, he's got a skinhead. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And then they was like, then they then they pulled me over and they was like, oh, just checked. You was a bad boy back in the day. I'm like, what's that got to do with now? Mm. Do you know what I mean? And then he's like, um, well, I don't think you're a normal street runner. You look like more of like one of the bosses. So you look like you could be the phone controller. Or something like that. And I'm thinking, bro, but I haven't done anything. Yeah. yeah. And then after they realised I didn't do nothing, they let me go. Mm. But it was the embarrassment of yeah. being pulled in the first place. Yeah, 100%. Because everyone's looking at me now. Even the ticket people afterwards like, was like, you're a dodgy guy. And I'm thinking, like, I ain't a dodgy guy. I ain't done nothing. You haven't done anything. Do you know what I'm saying? But that still happens. Like, do, like don't get it twisted. Like, it happens. And then obviously, like, another time I was just chilling with my boys in a car. Um, there was four of us. They stopped the car and they was like, because we were from different areas in Hackney, mm. they was like, it was a gang meeting. And we was like, this is no gang right. meeting. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes I get stopped. They call firearm police because obviously I went to jail for firearms mm. um, and robberies and things like that. So sometimes if I get pulled by police, they still call firearm police just to come mm. because they say I could have suspicion of that I could have a firearm. Mm. Yeah. And that's things that they still do now, even though it's, so you know what I'm saying? Years. I mean, that must be so frustrating for you because you work so hard to distance yourself from that, that certain members of society still put that over your head. I wouldn't want to be known for something that I did 10 years ago or judged for something I did 10 years ago. Yeah, no, like, that is insane that they still do those practices really. It is like and like if I want to change the topic quickly, mm-hmm. I just talk about example. I posted up a TikTok video, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and it went viral. Yeah, and then I've got people saying to me, "Is this guy black? Is this guy white? Is mm. this guy Pakistani? Is this guy this one? Is this guy that?" And I'm thinking to myself, and obviously I want to retaliate, but Abby's like, "Don't retaliate. Yeah, got leave them. Yeah, yeah. leave this, it. Yeah. Just, leave yeah. it. just let them say what they got to say. Mm. But you know what? Like that's what I've had my whole life." And then obviously, like, growing up with a Jamaican family, I have Jamaican traits that I do. Yeah. Because that's who I was raised by. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying to you? So I ain't trying to be black. Do yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's what how I was raised. Do you know what I'm saying to you? I'm not uh, trying to be Pakistani because I ain't a Pakistani. I'm half Punjabi. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying to you? So and what people don't get is... Uh, the way you speak isn't defined by your skin color. Mm. Yeah, it's yeah, defined true. by where you're from. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Now, I know black guys that come from Essex and they say, you're right, mate, you're right, geezer. Do you <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, Are they trying to be yeah, white? Yeah, yeah. Do you no. know what I mean? So yeah. the the way you speak isn't a, it's not a skin colour. Mm. It's you, just where you're from. Yeah. yeah. If, However, I was, if I was walking around talking like Patois and things like that, then people could say, okay, now he's trying to imitate. Do you get yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But it's like, no, this is where, I mean, yeah. this is where I've been raised. But I, mean, I talk, check my... Yeah, but I talk street. Mm. I do try and change it a little bit, but sometimes I find it hard to. Because but you are who you are. Yeah, That's not, yeah, yeah. You can't do anything about that. Like, yeah, like when yeah. I go to certain places, I do try to tone it down. Mm. But it's hard because mm. that's how I was brought up in this area. Do mm. you know what I'm saying? So, mm. yeah, but I just wanted to highlight, yeah, how racism is bad, bro. Because nah, like, literally, they've been getting in on me. <laughs> what, was, what was going on in the TikTok? What did you do? They, they, they got in on me. I, was, I made a TikTok of me having an argument with one of my actors. Oh, okay. But he's a police officer. Mm. And they're like... Don't you know any other words apart from bruv? <laughs> what is this guy yeah. black? Is 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 he black? Is he white? Is this is why our country's broken? No, but you know what oh, it is. No, yeah. I hate when they hit us with that. It's, yeah. you, sometimes yeah, it's a case where like broken. some people have lived in a place where 
they've lived in a time and an era where that never happened. Mm. So they're only stuck in that time where then yeah, but bro, when there's other people around the world, it's just like, hold on a second. Like, for example, if you go North London, you see yeah. white people who speak like they're from North London. Yeah. The moment you go, to, the moment they go to Essex, it's like, oh, why are you talking black for? Yeah, yeah. It's like, no, I'm from North London. What, what do you mean black? It's just how I speak. Mm. So oh, I've even sure. had conversations with people. Well, they're from South End, but they, I could see why they could they could have that sort of analogy. It's like, why are you talking black for? It's like, well, maybe because they're from North, or maybe because they're from London. Mm. You know, okay, if you're from Cambridge and then you're walking around saying fam, Wagwan, all of this, then I'd say, okay, you probably watched it too much on TV. Yeah. You don't yeah, really yeah. hear them talking like that. Yeah. And Cambridge ain't known for that. But when you're from like South, West, North, mm. East, mm. that's how everyone talks. Yeah. Because mm. that's when everyone goes to school, that's how everyone speaks. You yeah. know what I'm saying to you? But yeah, that racism, like I just said, was mad, bro. Like literally, they're, they're getting on to me, like calling me Ali G, like, yeah, oh, <laughs> like they're getting in. And you know what? The maddest thing about it is, mm. it was all acting. It's mm. an act. And, and they was like, ah, oh, his acting skills must be poor. But you know what the maddest thing is? Bro, it was freestyled on the spot. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Just me and a guy, so and we improv. just thought we'd have some, yeah, we thought we'd have a little bit of banter. And I just posted it and it went viral. Yeah. Like, yeah. It got like over 200,000 views. When stuff like that happens, I think you just have to block out, you just have to block it out. Yeah, no, they, do. don't, they don't know what they're talking about, really. And it's just people in their houses who have no idea what's yeah. going on. And to make those sort of comments, like, they don't know you, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I black out all that stuff anyway. Mm. That, them things there don't really phase me. Do you know mm. what I'm saying? If you're yeah. not saying it to my face, I'm really not interested. 100%. Because when we was in prison, we called them window warriors. Mm. And basically, that would be the That's guy... That's a shat- really nice term. Window warriors. <laughs> yeah. I want to use that. Shouting out their window when you, they know you can't get to them. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get That's, it? Like, you might I have like somebody that. on another wing and he's shouting across the exercise yard going, so blah, blah, blah. Do you know what I'm saying? But yeah. you, they know you're not going to bump into them. I see. But when I'm looking at some of the accounts that are doing it, mm. they've got no posts. No, I do, but I'm just leaving them doing what it's they want to do. It's just trolling, man. So many people, it's crazy how many people have hatred in their hearts just off rip. Just to create an account to hate is insane. And just to comment on someone who's just trying to, you know, show off their skills. And I'm sure the video was very good. And as you said, it was just banter. So I don't even know why they're taking it so seriously. Yeah, it was like literally just a little bit of banter. It was me and one of my actors, like mm. literally works with me still. Like we just thought, you know what? I, I was waiting to go on set to do my video for uh, Big Rinse. Mm. And basically we just thought, you know what? While I'm waiting to go on the video shoot for him, have a bit of banter. So we made mm. something. Like, I made mm. another one yesterday for A-Star, yeah? Mm, yeah. Um, that one's gone viral as well. Mm. That's got like over, I think like 160k views since yesterday. Oh, you're busy, boy. Sick. I love that. <laughs> yeah. No, I just think, you know what? While I've got the access to do certain things, yeah, <laughs> I just it, do man. other little things to mm. try and just, yeah, expand and obviously just have fun with it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't take life too too serious because mm. that's the worst thing to do, to be fair. 100%. Isn't but on to the acting. Go on. Um, how did it start? Like when? When did it start? Not so much how, because you did you did touch on how it started, but when did it start for you? Literally, yeah, it's just, it was back. Like I said, when I in, in May, when well, no, not May, April. Literally mm. from there. But obviously, I was just doing music videos, and mm. I didn't actually think it was going to do anything. I just didn't take it serious. Yeah, yeah. I just thought to myself, okay, I'm going on. Like obviously, I do take it serious. Mm. Yeah. But I just thought to myself, okay, it's just music videos. I'm going to be doing. Mm. I didn't think that I would branch into different types of yeah, things. You yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying? And like I said, my boy, big boss RG, big him up again. Do you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Because he, he loves them. Yeah, he yeah. loves them little <laughs> big up things. But yeah, like he was the one that pushed me. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? And then obviously, like I said, I've done loads of little different things since. And then when I jumped into Growing Pains, um, that's a little YouTube uh, drama series mm. that I'm doing at the moment uh, with filmmaker Tash. When I jumped on that with her, that's when I started to take it serious because I was thinking, like, you know what? Like, she met me, she gave me an opportunity and I showed her that I can do this. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, and that's when I thought, you know what, I'm an actor now. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, and to be honest with you, people say, oh, but you, it's YouTube, it's short films, but it don't matter. It's no. still acting. You have, you, know to cut your, yeah. you have to get it how you can, especially in the early stages 
where you're at now. You've not even done it for a year, and you've already done as many po- projects as you have. Like you have to start somewhere, yeah, and you yeah, have yeah, to get percent. experience. I think that's the most important. And thing. I never went drama school. Mm. I never done none of that. Do you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm trying to say. Like, and I'm always trying to bring through the youth. Yeah. yeah. So like, I've got a little selective group of guys that are young. They're mm. in there, like 19, 20, 21, 22. Yeah. And I try and bring them as and as many projects as I can. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, oh. Do you want to come on this? Do you want to come on that? To mm. try and help them so they can see there's other options. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, and I'm always looking for new people to bring on. So, 100%. So, you've done so many projects now at this point. I think in terms of music videos, uh, how many is it now? About 17. 17. So, probably more. Uh, to be honest, I lost count. I've done, I've done loads. <laughs> I've been in Fredo's video. Yeah. I've done one for a rapper called K Lizzie, mm. J1, J5. Like, I've done loads. Yeah. Which J5 first, video was it? It was uh, I Wish. Oh, that's recent, oh, the with Libyanka one. Yeah, I was in the oh, funeral sick. scene for that. Oh, man. I had to lay down the flowers on the grave. Oh, oh man. Had my sunglasses boy. on and all that. Sick. Yeah, I've, I've done... Um, that's cool. I've done a, quite a lot. And at first, I was like, oh, I've done one, I've done two, I've done three, I've done four. You mm. just stopped counting after a while. Yeah. I mean, it's your, it's your job now, so it's just, I guess you can't... There's no... You wouldn't count how many times you've been to work, do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, at first, I was just excited, yeah, didn't Because yeah. I was like, I've been in one music video, two music videos. Yeah. Now I'm just like, oh, it's a music video. Yeah. But, NSG. Oh, yeah, I've done NSG's one as well. That was the most recent one mm, as well. Sick. So, yeah, I've done, yeah. I, I'm even forgetting some of the ones I've done. But at yeah. first, I was gassed. I was like, yeah. But now I'm helping my boy produce and direct as well. So, mm, cool. so you see, this is what I love because you're even now branching into other spaces. Because for it sounds like if they need to get a production sorted for a particular music video, you'd be able to source potentially actors for them. Yeah. Or you, as you said, you've got your little your crew that you're um, trying to mobilize so that yeah. they can get opportunities as well. And then if you go into directing and production, you're gonna opened so many doors for so many different people yeah no yesterday example was another one where i've branched into this thing i worked with a guy called he's got a little production thing called inner city riders Mm. and basically i helped um yesterday with the actors getting them on set things Mm. like that so yeah i'm branching into different types of things um like if you want anything i can plug it Yeah, 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 yeah me and my boy that's his net that's his motto he can plug anything you want in the music game. So, yeah, like anything you want, we can get that. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? So, yeah, I'm 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 trying to utilize. I use the same terminology like terminology for the roads that I do mm. for this thing in it. You know what I'm saying? Like hustle hard. 100%. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah yeah, 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 like the same motivation and drive I had for the roads, I've got it in this thing. Now, mm. I treat them the same loyalty, respect. Do you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man. No, I respect that. And in terms of experiences on music videos, because it's. I imagine it's very different to when you've done a short film. Um, what What's the day like on a music video? Because obviously I've I've never been on one, but it's always intrigued me the amount of effort that would go into a music video. Are you? Because it always ends up as three minutes. We yeah, don't know but the whole extent. It's a whole day. day. Yeah. Oh, it's a no, yeah, days. no, no, no. It goes on for ages. Like mm. I've done, I've done some like the J. J1 video shoot no J5 mm. yeah mm. that was like, a, a, pro- a big production we turned up we had to sit around for ages then we had the makeup lady come mm. she done her makeup do you know not on me because she said I've got good skin you know what I mean but, yeah she was like you don't need to lighten up but yeah she was going around putting makeup on everybody mm. do you know what I'm saying then we had to obviously just wait around and then we got told the specific things each of us had to do mm. Um, then do you know what I'm saying it was just like that do you know what I'm saying then there's other projects where I've been on that like you go there and nothing runs on time in filming mm. like if you film that like, you know this in it like nothing runs mm. on time so always expect when you say we want an actor for two hours three hours you're going to be there for a lot longer yeah mm. you know what I'm saying because you're retaking from different angles so you're doing the same thing from all different angles do you mm. know what I mean so yeah man it's it's all right, do you know what I'm saying? But obviously when you're directing, it's a lot different. You turn yeah. up, you're waiting around, setting things up. Like when I had to do a video in Homerton, mm. I can't remember who it was for, what his name was now, but we literally had to make the trap yard. Right. So basically me and my boy RG, Big Boss RG, we turn up, we're literally laying out all the foundations for the mm. trap. So frying the newspaper down, 
making it look very trappy. Mm. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like mm. throwing cigarettes here, cigarettes there, beer cans here. So <laughs> we had to do a lot for that. Like mm. turn up early, just wait around. Then we've got to wait for the artist. Then they've got to do their lines. Mm. So yeah, man. It's, yeah, it's a lot of work, isn't it? People think, oh, it's only three minutes. Mm. But that's, yeah, that's what's, in, I, you don't think how much work goes into it because you just think it's so short how much production can go into it but especially now where people are trying to do a lot with so little because not everyone's got these big budgets yeah, no, but we're, on, we're on set for like eight hours mm. more time eight hours i did a shoot for Kay lizzie that was in uh, nottingham we filmed that and literally my scene was probably taking like about two hours Right, but then they fit into like three minutes, and you see like a couple of clips of me, mm. and I was a police officer in that in the interrogation room. Mm. So yeah, like you, people are like, "Why am I doing so much? Because I'm only in the thing for so little, in it." But mm. you've got to do so much because you've got to take the best takes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they look at the best angle, the best take, and put it in. That, yeah, is that the most jarring element to it? No, to be honest, I find it fun. I like to turn up early. Like oh. I turn, yeah, I turn up to shoots early. Like I like it. I like being around it, and mm. I like the energy. I like watching a lot of the creativity from the guys on set, mm. uh, making friends with people, which I've done a lot. Yeah, on a lot of the sets I've gone on, I've made a lot of friends. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, I like to turn up early. Like the video shoot I done yesterday, I didn't start till one thirty. I was there at twelve thirty. Mm. I'm I'm never late. Yeah. I'm always on time. Mm. Um, sometimes yeah I'm old <laughs> yeah everyone's like that's probably my worst quality because everyone says they like people that are late because they're always running late yeah, mm. yeah. Do you know what I'm saying but I like to be early so yeah. I like to get a feel for the grind and things like that man no I, was, I hear that um, so far what's been your favourite project that you've worked on there's been a lot but to be honest with you I'd say grind pains because mm. like yeah, it was like working with a good cast of people. Like we got Bushkin from the Heartless crew in that. So mm, yeah, sick. it was like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and that's how, me, and that's how me and Abby met. Oh no way! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she she had to come along. She had to be my on-screen girlfriend for that. Oh okay, now it turned into real life, and then it turned into real life. Yeah, so, <laughs> oh, that's sweet. Yeah, Pains has probably been the best one to be fair because, mm. like, I've got. Like loads of different scenes in that, in different yeah. types of situations. Mm. Like I've got guns put to my head, um, I've got police raiding my house. Mm. Mm. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's, it was a fun project to be a part of. To be fair, mm. would you do more like long form stuff in the future, like more film, more TV, like pro bigger projects? Yeah, no, that's what I'm doing at the moment. So yeah, basically, yeah. Innit, I'm building up a portfolio, innit? Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. I said, I haven't been acting school, mm. so I'm doing it my way. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. And with the people around me. I believe I can do a lot more different things. Mm. And like I say to people, I don't mind if I did it just for a year mm. and it didn't go nowhere. Mm. At least I can sit back and say, you know what, I tried something. Yeah. Because a lot of people, they come with negative energy and they're yeah. like, you're too old, you're you're this, you haven't done this, you haven't done that. And I'm like, bro, but I'm chatting. Mm. Like, what are you doing? Mm. You're not doing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> do you yeah. know what I'm saying? But you're, you're my critic. Yeah, mm. yeah. That's the exact attitude you have to have. You can't, you have to just but block the out is, the noise. More so, I mean, you are you are a success. Yeah. 100%. Because a lot of people, I mean, they might do it, but then nothing comes into fruition. But the fact that you're doing it and mm. it's there and it's present, it's like, yeah, no, come ha -ha, on. And come the stuff on. you're doing, you're, it, it can be seen as well. Like, these, these aren't small videos. Like, a J5 video is a big deal. Yeah. Like, you can't gloss over that so the, the fact that you've already got something of that level on your cv you're ahead of a lot of people but you're ahead of a lot of people because you tried and you didn't let people people's opinions put you down or just deter you from doing what you wanted to do you know, which i think on. is really important um so say if i think it'll work out what sort of roles would you want to do going forward like what's say I don't know how much you watch films, but like, what's something you'd be like, oh, do you know what? That's something I would want to do. Do you know what? I wanted to be in Top Boy, to be fair. But do you know <laughs> what? I, I thought Top Boy's ending was pretty rubbish, to be fair. Oh, like, yeah, I yeah we agree with you on that. After all the previous seasons. But no, I, to be honest with you, I don't know, any. I just want to do something that's different to mm. who I am. Do you know what I'm saying? And just play a different character, like... I watch a lot of films, do you know what mm. I mean? Like I've watched Godfathers, The Godfather. I like all them old gangster mm. films. I like romance films. 
Mm. I don't know. It could be something romantic. Hey, try, I struggle with that. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like try something like that. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I I, I, I believe I can do a lot of different things. Isn't mm. it? Like like I said, I'm like a chameleon in life. Yeah. Isn't it? Do you mm. know what I mean? Mm. I can blend into different situations and always feel comfortable. Mm. So yeah, I don't think there's anything that would be too challenging. To be honest with you, um, obviously learning scripts is hard. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Obviously I'm dyslexic. So learning scripts is hard, but I've done it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, I just want to keep pushing myself to be honest. Yeah, have to. I think you're a real testament to what hard work can do. Um just a lot of people I feel maybe who'd been in your position would have let their past get to them. But I really <laughs> admire the fact that you've overcome your issues and your past and you worked through it and now you're in this position where you're in these music videos, you're in these short films and you want more. A lot of people might just be okay with where they're at, but I don't see that in you. you yeah. I see you wanting an Oscar. Why no, not? Don't, don't get it twisted. I'm not going to come on here and, and just let in it. Do you know what mm. I'm saying? Like Sometimes I do find it difficult. Like I even said to Abby, like, I used to make two grand a day. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. So I do sometimes wake up in the morning and think to myself, like, I could just go make two grand. But then I think to myself, you know what, all the progress I've made, yeah, I'll yeah. lose it. Yeah. And it's not mm. worth it. Not yeah. at all. So I, now I have to try and live within my limitations. Mm. But, uh, do you know what I mean? It is hard when you come from a lifestyle where you're making money. Yeah, do you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Going to this place, making this, having this. Do you mm. know what I'm saying? Like, I don't drive, but I had drivers mm. on tap. Do you know what I'm saying? Now I don't have that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I had money. I could buy trainers. I could buy designer clothes. I could buy this. I could buy that. I could do what I wanted. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? So sometimes it's hard, isn't it? I do fight with my demons, innit? Like, I wake up in the morning, I think, oh, do you know what I mean? But then, yeah, like, I've got my cousin's name tattooed on my arm, innit? Because obviously she died when I was in prison. Mm. So, yeah, thank you. So I look at that sometimes and I think to myself, I've, I can't just give up. No. You know what I'm saying? But I can understand why people do mm. because they might not have the same support network that I do or the same group of friends that I do. Yeah. And it's, yeah, they don't, they don't have that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So yeah, that's why I'm always willing. If I find someone that needs, wants to try and give it a shot, I'll bring them onto a set for a, a music video and give them an opportunity. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I'm always looking for new people, man. I think that's so impressive. Really well done to you as well for recognising, because I didn't even think of that. No, um, obviously well I'll, done, man. Well done. For yeah, real. for real. 100%. Because I've got my hat on and I'm thinking, oh, he's done so well, but well done for recognising. You know, you have a support system that is able to do that for you, but certain people don't have that in place. And because of that, they, they'd struggle to get to the positions where you've been. And it, you know, it's a testament to... I think all of us in this room that we've got people around us who want the best for us and want to see us do the best we can. Yeah, no, the maddest thing about it is the support network I have around me, and even family, like they're, mm. they're my friends who are now my family. Yeah, like my family just turned their back on me, isn't it? So, and left yeah. me. Do you know what I'm saying? So, my friends who are my family, do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. blood doesn't make you family. And no. it's the people mm. around you, do you get it? So, and the people that continue to be there for you, do you get well, it? Well, that's the thing. And for, I always look at it as friends of the family you get to choose. Yeah. Like, I look at these guys as my brothers. Yeah, and Not from the same mum or dad, but we've all grown up together. We've had the same life experiences. We probably have more of the same life experiences than people I'm actually related to. So, yeah. I think... That is a very good way of looking at it, and that's how you should approach, especially where you've come from. Your friends, I'm sure, they mu they must mean the world to you because those are the people that chose to stick around. Yeah, now one of them, quickly, innit, basically, innit, he's my, um, he's like my brother, innit, mm. yeah, um, basically, his name is Drew, innit, basically, when I was in prison, he was my cold D, mm. do you know what I'm saying, like, he was there with me. And when I got convicted for my the last sentence that I done, which was the five, mm. they turned around and even said to him, like, if you just blame it all on Jamie, we let you go home. Wow. You know what I'm wow. And then I even said to him in Snaresbrook, yeah, Crown Court, I was like, bro, so just throw it on me, innit? Because I've got it anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> it's not going to get no worse for me. Yeah. Just throw it on me and go home, innit? And he was like, nah. He, took he was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come with you, innit? Because he was like, I've always been the moneymaker. And he was the fighter. 
So he was like, I'm going to come with you and I've got you in it. Do you know mm. what I'm saying? So he came with me in it. He got the five and he just come with me in it. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know he what got I'm saying? five as well. Yeah. And he could have just, he could have just threw it all on me. Do you know what I'm saying? And so he, would you have done 10? No, no, no. I would have still got the five. Oh, wow. So I was willing to take the blame all myself because it was me. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everything was my idea. It wasn't him. Do you know mm. what I'm saying? And he only come to always make sure he had my back covered, innit? Mm. You get me? So no, that's lovely. Yeah, he, he could have gone home. Like even the other day we were talking about it. He, like he was like, You remember I had that? You had mm. you, you get it? Like he could have yeah. gone home. I offered him the opportunity and he yeah, he, he denied the opportunity and came with that's me. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, so that's crazy. Some man are just built like different, like that level of loyalty is Yeah, you ain't gonna find that from many people. You can't buy that no. from Do you know what I'm saying? And we've done bare bad things to each other. Mm. Like tons of bad things. But he's still like we're still brothers you mm. get it do you know what I'm saying I still talk to him every day and like we're still family do you know mm. what I'm saying even though we've done mad stuff so yeah man it is like and then I've got family that I don't like yeah, yeah, yeah. do you know what I'm saying mm. and just because you're family you're my family but I don't like you yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 100% I hear it Um, I guess my question to you is what going forward what do you want from i guess not even just because we spoke about everything it's not just uh you're acting right now but what do you see for yourself in the future and going forward i don't know to be honest with you firstly any i was thinking about like uh, there's more projects i want to do with regards to kids in it mm. i want to try and speak to a couple of people <coughs> and um yeah go to like places and try and give advice to the kids because mm. obviously i believe i can have more in common with them than yeah, a lot yeah. of the people that are youth workers you yeah, know what I'm saying so right. I wanted to try and do things like that in the future I also wanted to try and eventually I don't know try and start an acting company and mm. then like have my own actors on the books mm. I wanted to do more within the music mm. directing mm. and producing so there's like loads of different things I want to do do you know what I'm saying like mm. That yeah, I believe I can do. Yeah, do you know what I'm saying. So it's not even just the one thing. Yeah, there's like about six, seven things I want to try to do. <laughs> mm. Do you know what I'm saying? And I'm mm. determined to do them all. As you should be. You I'm, I'm sure you'll accomplish all. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. God, God willing, and yeah, I, I'll do whatever I've got to do because I ain't stopping. And mm. like I said, I'm gonna use the same drive. Like yeah. When I used to go, when I used to go on the roads, I used to go on the roads in the snow. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, I don't drive, so I was walking through the snow, through the pouring rain. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Doing all my mad stuff. Do you know what I mean? So if I could do that, do you know what I'm saying? I can easily do this. 100%. Um, yeah, I think that's, that is... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Perfect. And the determination that's needed to, I guess, take that next step. And I, I think someone like you is so important. And I like that you have a real desire to not only just do it for yourself, because I think that's the attitude a lot of people will have. And you'd be right to do that. But there's... There seems to be with you a real want to help the next generation as well and being able to be someone that can actually chat to them on a level because at the moment they don't really have that or there's not like, I don't feel like a lot of positive role models who've been through what they could possibly go through and be like, listen, I've done, I went through this, this could be you, but you can turn your situation around 100%. and also give them opportunities because I feel like a lot of men are just chatting in their ear, but okay, what are you going to do for me? At least if you have your yeah, company, you can say, Listen, this is another op this is another option. It doesn't have to be the road. Yeah, no, come on. That's what a lot of people do in it. But they they they, they whisper in it. They're like the devil in it. They mm. whisper in it the and they like, yeah, come country me. I'll pay you like three hundred pound a week, four hundred pound a week, five hundred pound a week. Do you know what I'm saying? Come mm. country. Do you know what I'm saying? And to be honest with you, it's not worth it because no. you can go country for one day. Like when I used to go country, like I've been everywhere. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, obviously like you can go there like i went places i was there for like three four five six seven months then i've decided to leave there and go somewhere else but then mm. you've got people that go there for a day they go there for one day they get nicked do you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. and yeah. then they don't even get paid <laughs> do you know what i'm saying yeah. when they go bin 
the guy that sent them there in the first place ain't giving them money. No. Do you know what I'm saying? So when you're doing this five, the six, do you know what I'm saying? They, they just cut you dead. Mm. And then they go on to the next person. So, yeah, to be honest with you, it isn't, it isn't, I wouldn't say it's worth it. Like, no. I've done it all. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't think there's anything that I really haven't done. Mm. Do you get it? So, and I'll just say none of it's worth it, to be honest with you. I hear it. I think, yeah, that's, we need people like you to be able to tell them, tell them that. Because even if I was to say it, it's not gonna, it's not gonna be authentic. Because I've not lived that life. I've not been in the situations that they've had to be in in order to survive. Whereas if it comes from you, it's more authentic, and you're also giving them potentially you're an example of a way out, and you can give them opportunities to get out as well, which I think is so important. Yeah, no, it is. Everyone needs that, innit? You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, everyone 100%. needs that person that's willing to help them, innit? Yeah. And help them without an ulterior motive. 100%. Oh, another it. thing, you can do consulting as well. Yeah, never thought of that. Yeah, but... Yeah, because the thing is, you've come from it. You know exactly what it's about. Because um, the only reason why I'm thinking about that is because of Dame Dash. And he was always speaking about one of his uh, his older guys. And he was saying that um, he was there... F- he was there... He invited his older guys for consulting mm. and what ended up happening is that he was so good that he ended up being part of the main film and everything like that but for you you could be oh, like well that's, saying, yeah. that's that's not legit that's legit because some yeah. things that we've seen on top boy i mean of course kano and asher d they know exactly what's happened on roads and they can speak to it but um from the aspect of story writing story building making something like a series or a film you could turn around and say, that's not real, that's real, that's I real. I think about that, You yeah. can add yeah, this like, into it. I did. I mean, basically, there's a film. It's called We... I think it's called We Are Monster. It's based on film. Mm. Um, I think Noel Clark was involved in making it. Mm. Something like that. And it's based on me with my brethren. But basically, it's not about me. Yeah. One of the scenes is about me. Mm. Right, yeah. I see. And basically, it was based on my friend's murder when he got killed in a Felton prison. And... Um, I messaged them and said, this don't look legit. Mm. And he's like, we didn't get any like proof from people that were there. Yeah. They just went off the court manuscript. Mm. Mm. And I said, how can you base a film and call it a true story off of paper? <laughs> wow. You've got no actual visual person telling you this is what happened. Yeah. You're just going off of what you saw online and mm. you've made a film. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. And it won an award, I think, at the film festival, everything. But it was based on nonsense. Wow. Do you know what I mean? And it also, from my point of view, it made you feel try and feel sorry for the killer instead of my brethren who got killed. Wow. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, the guy was a neo-Nazi prisoner and he killed my friend in his sleep with a table leg, battered him to death. Do you know what I'm saying? And I feel it makes you feel sorry for the guy because it talks about him being abused and stuff he went through as a kid. But it doesn't talk about what Zaid went through. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't talk about Zaid at all. It just, you know what I mean? He gets killed. And yeah, I feel that the film, yeah. And then I I even, like I said, I reached out to them and was like, this this film's nonsense, man. Do you know what I'm saying? And then the prisoner that was meant to be me, because before he got killed, I asked for his radio because Mm. I always borrowed his radio and he was about to go home as well, innit? Because mm. um, he was only in there for f- two, three months for a driving offence. Yeah. And um, the prison they got to play me was a Pakistani prisoner. I'm not Pakistani, do you know mm, what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. I and I also look more white, do you know what I'm saying, mm. than anything. So, yeah, I just was, I was offended by the film, to be fair. Do you know what I'm saying? And I messaged them. But what you said, I can't yeah, do see, that. Yeah, that's important. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, because I can say, like, that's legit, that's not legit. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So... Because sometimes you see things on TV and it's talking about things we have an understanding of and it's like, it wouldn't go down like that. But that's no, just not 100%. how it would happen. So I think roles like that, I didn't even think, when you said consultant at first, I was like, what does that mean? What type of, yeah, you yeah, landed the plane really well there. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. I was thinking, what kind of consultancy is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's, that is legit. Yeah. For real, that is legit. Like there's scenes in that yeah, top boy. So like I'm talking about squeezing off on a man and <laughs> all types of nonsense. And it's like, this doesn't, we don't, A, we don't speak like that. And B, this scene probably won't play out the way it plays out, you know? And it needs somebody who's seen it or no, done it. No, you see that so. scene, yeah? It, <laughs> it didn't make no sense because it was just like, they were both calm and that just started yelling. And it was like, hold on a second. I don't know where this energy's coming from. It didn't make sense to me. And I know it won't make any sense to no anybody else who does actually road. Like, the way they were 
groom a young guy into that, it there is a whole process. So like they squeezed maybe few weeks, three months, maybe into five minutes, and he and he just yeah. I'm yeah, but the guy that from the it. guy that um, the guy that wrote Top Boy was white, isn't it? I, I can believe right. that, but but no. But the thing is, he was well from Summer House. He was writing from an aspect of like it was a beautiful story. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? You know, but t- then when it came to the Netflix series, I think it was just heightened. I think the original Top Boy, yeah, was good. Yeah, yeah. you know, like the original team. Yeah, and then obviously the newer stuff. I didn't really rate it. Obviously, I did like the the one with Jamie in it. Mm. Yeah, season one yeah. was cold. Yeah, that was hard. I liked it. They should have played more with him in it. Killing Jamie was a huge mistake. Yeah, but to be honest with you, like I do think it was a bit like it reminded me of more like you know like Gangs of London. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Just, yeah, it's not real. Yeah, it's larger than life. Yeah, it's not real. It's that was my issue. Like things like power and that. Like it's it's it. Went, this is ridiculous now. Like, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're letting off shots in uh, old people's home. What the fuck am I watching? Yeah, no, that didn't make that, sense. That was insane. Yeah, that, no, that did no, not make no. sense. And no one's getting bagged. They're just that's it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't commit that, that many, yeah, yeah. That like, many if felonies. I was, if I was to go home in the hospital now, like the hospital, and start letting off shots or something like that, or an old people's home, Didn't in Hattie, I'm gonna that. be bagged before I even yeah. get around the corner. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta remember, London is the watched most watched what? capital in the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. CCTV. CCTV everywhere. Like, they got it everywhere. Like tower blocks, roofs of tower blocks. Mm. Like where I live, they got they got it like about ten cameras on a tower block roof that's watching the whole area. Yeah, Mad. like. You can't move without being seen Shit's on a insane. camera. You so are very known. I don't. Yeah, I don't get how you're how you're killing all these people and doing all this mad stuff. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. And no one's getting back. I completely forgot about that scene when they start fighting in the hospital in season one, and that's that's just. Yeah. I mean, you, you kind of allow for it because you have to let them make the TV show, and it has to somewhat be larger than life. But when things are just silly, it does take you out the scene. But that's what sells, though. Like. People are only interested in like you know like um, the gang violence and things like that. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Where instead of trying to encourage people with more positivity, yeah, that like they fill you with the negativity. Yeah, that's what sells. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I think I want. That's what I want for us more going forward. I want more stories where it doesn't have to revolve around that sort of life you but know? that's what I'm saying see the grind pains thing that I'm in at the mm. moment basically with, with this lady filmmaker Tash like she's trying to portray things from a different point of view yeah. well, you might have drug dealing in there but that's an aspect of life isn't it that you is yeah, yeah. but then you've also got stories from all different types of people mm. so it's not just my story because I play Kane in that mm. it's not just my story like you've got different aspects from different things that she's trying to portray mm. which doesn't shed just a bad light on 100%. people do you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah. yeah. and it is good but people like they like the I don't know you run it, into it a, you run like with um, gangs of London you got I think he's uh, Albanian mm. he's in a hotel room with these three Nigerian guys four Nigerian guys they got him and all of a sudden he does some ninjutsu bro he kills them all <laughs> yeah, he takes, yeah, them, yeah, he takes yeah. them all out and I'm thinking this ain't real yeah, mm. yeah. like he would have got like all it takes is got, just one person to mm, slash him yeah, and kill him it. but yeah. he ki- he manages to kill them all and get out. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And it's, yeah, it's ridiculous. I've, but I think that's what we want more from our media that's telling our stories, or not necessarily our stories, but telling stories of people that look like us and speak like us is just want some authenticity. Because I remember one of the best things about when I lived in South was the community. You don't yeah. get that. Everyone, it's a melting pot and everyone's together. There is a sense of togetherness. And when I moved to Essex, you lose that. Because every there was more of an individualism that I'd yeah, never seen, right. and that that should be showcased in our in our projects. Um, that that is more that's something that London's actually quite good at in the sense that people there's a real togetherness that other areas don't have, but that's not seen. It'd rather focus or highlight the elements that they know will get people's attention and sell. Yeah, and it's all the negative stuff though mm. that does sell. Like I said, isn't it? you know mm. what I'm saying. Like trying to speak positive things, do you know what I mean? Like my friend at the moment, he's uh, got a book, which is called Prisoners of the Streets, mm. and it's based on Hackney. Um, his name's Robin Travis, and he's like made a film which he's going to try to do soon, mm. and it's based on Hackney. But what he's trying to do is he's not trying to do you know what is negative. Mm. He's saying that none of us are a gang. 
Do you know what I'm saying? Because mm. you can't leave one gang and go to another gang. Mm. You get killed for that. In America, yeah. that's what you get killed for. Yeah, mm. yeah for sure. Like, can you leave a blood and go to a crip? <laughs> you, nah, they won't accept you. <laughs> nah, yeah. no way. Do you know it's what I'm impossible. saying? Or can you, you can't leave one of their Mexican gangs and then join another Mexican gang. It mm. don't work yeah. like that. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying to you? Yeah. But in this country, you leave one gang, you walk into another gang. They give you cuddles and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Welcome you with open arms. That's not a gang. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? That he, what he's trying to show people is that's just kids growing up yeah. Yeah. and maturing. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. So when his thing comes out, like that'll be good. And yeah. if you ain't seen the book, I don't know. He's got audio copies. Have a yeah. look because he's literally talking from a different point of view, mm. which he's trying to get out there, which, yeah, eventually should drop. So, yeah, that'll be good. Perfect. Awesome. Do you have anything... To close off on Nah man no, That was a good nah, conversation Good conversation, conversation yeah, Of course man Your hearted brother as well I love that <laughs> Yeah it's Good um, So the way we end the show Is we select a song That we're listening to So you can just pick Your favourite song at the moment It's called The Massey Playlist So If you have a song Off the top of your head That you want to share With the people A song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, A song on what? My phone? Yeah Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Or anything yeah, yeah yeah I don't know what song I'm gonna pick uh, UK rap by Dave and Central C. No, not Amber. Oh, I want to say Ambush. I'd say that. Uh, I'll say that Murder Side yeah. C, isn't it? With uh, with A Star. Murder Side. Yeah, sounds hard. Because you had the remix on that, innit? With like, like Pot and Paper yeah, yeah, yeah. and that RM and the stuff like that. I think that one, to be fair. Mm. Yeah, that song's he's He's locked up at the moment, isn't he? What? I think. The guy who made the song. Yeah. Oh, the song's hard though. No, the guy's talent, clearly talented. Yeah, very. Yeah, no, I really, I really, no, he did his job on that. Uh, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick Evil Ways, Drake and J Cole. Good song. I listened to that today. What's that? Right. Yeah, it's cool. Um, it's a Christian song actually. Change up the vibes. Uh, he's <laughs> writing for the Lord. What? Whose <laughs> song is this? I don't know how to say the name. Kiaja. Okay. Yeah. I, it's it's riding it's, for the it's, Lord. It's, yeah, it's you riding for the Lord. Okay. Uh, I, I, I I really liked it. I was just like, oh, okay, this is a funny song, but like, it's it's lyrics. All right. Like, yeah. Uh, main Shaft Podcast episode 217. 217. 217. Jamie, thank you so much for coming thank on, man. It's so been much. real. Where can the people. Catch you yes. on Insta Thank socials, you. TikTok. Yeah, I got my Instagram. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, I changed the name the other day. My um, TikTok is Jamie JB82, mm-hmm. and my Instagram has now been changed. I've made it more unique. It's Jamie JB underscore two five six. Okay. okay. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I needed to try that. and make it more unique, but yeah, I, I've got that. Uh, yeah, the, the TikTok's doing all right, though. That yeah. that A star one, that's that's gone viral. That's like uh, over 130k views since yesterday. Nah, I'm watching man. out for that. Then, um, <laughs> love that. Um, okay, main channel podcast episode two one seven. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com